Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. So I had a really good Thanksgiving. Um, you know, yeah, I saw I saw family and stuff, and that was fine. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you well, avoided turkey. I did avoid turkey. Nice outright. Um, had some very good chicken. Um, but the coolest part of the day was playing some TTRPGs with my nephews. Aww, it was so much fun. They are eleven and thirteen. And um, I actually brought my dino games that we, you know, that we played during the summer um, on on here. <laughs> you guys, some of you might have heard it. Um, <laughs> so I, I took those because they're one pages, so they're super easy to pick up and play. And um, they did great. They ran through one of them, and it was fun. But what was really cool was that the 13-year-old, after we got done, he saw the other two games, and we were just getting ready to eat lunch. And he asked, hey, could I have the GM sheet for one of those? I was like, yeah, sure. You want to read it? And he's like, yeah, I think after lunch, can can I run one? Oh. I, yeah, I instantly and was he, just. And he said no. <laughs> like, Don't you touch game. my shit. <laughs> this is my IP, you little fucking. <laughs> no, but he did. I gave him the sheet and he did it like regular, like he, he rolled the random dice to see what the options were going to be and everything. And he ran us through. It was his first GMing experience ever. And he rocked. It was awesome. I was so proud of him. I was so proud of the younger nephew because he just, he really dove in with like character voices and stuff. Oh, I just, I'm so proud. Proud uncle. Now, is that the first time that you have played that game, a game that you designed? My God, yes. I hadn't even thought of it like that. That is absolutely true. How'd you do? I did okay. <laughs> I, I did okay. I was I unclear played. on some of the rules. Yeah, but. I, yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't quite fig- pick it up or figure it out, but it seemed yeah. fun. I felt like the GM was really pulling his punches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to know character names. Oh, um, so the boys, the first game, they played Dinos and Lasers, and they were uh, Quibbly and Flops. Um, Triceraflops, but you just called him Flops. <laughs> and then Quibbly was a uh, Dactyl. In the one that I played in, the younger nephew, uh, he came up with a character name. He was a Compy, but he just said, hey, everybody just calls me Comps. And I was like, okay, so but not the name. He's like, no, not that. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. That's great. And I was Ankylo Ren. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, God. He's known you working at the ticket office too long. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, Comps, yeah. I know that word. Comps, yeah, hey. <laughs> That's how I saw the Nutcracker. <laughs> Uh, I got a message the other day from Alex, who was the first person that helped us hand out swag and stuff at a convention. The like the in the first what like three months oh, that yeah. we were running, um, and she messaged me to ask if we would say happy birthday to somebody. Uh, one of her best friends, Topher, his birthday was yesterday, and she was like, "Hey, 
I did this for you. Do this for me. And I was like, no, that's Aww. how the debt system works. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> happy belated birthday, Topher. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday yesterday, Topher. What other names can you guys think of where people take like the back half of a full name for the nickname? I can think of Topher. I can think of Xander. Oh, um, I. it's not exactly the back half of the name, but I heard recently Thane for Nathaniel. Oh, um, Liam. Nice. All of a sudden, I can't think of a single name that exists. Yeah. In the whole world. <laughs> Not even your own. <laughs> Not even mine. And then the other thing that I've got is uh, I've been getting a couple of messages from folks uh, asking for our P.O. Box. It is on the website, but if you don't want to go to the website, <laughs> <laughs> I love that people message me as opposed to looking on the website. I, yeah, thought, whatever. I thought for sure you're going to be like, they've been asking for it. You cannot have it. It is ours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is how we get the mail. Yeah. Uh, but if you have anything that you want to send us, that is Crit Show Studios. 1701 East Edgewood Avenue, number 47956, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46247. I think with that, it's time to let the recap roll. Behind the console, where this screen is, that has the image of Jingles on it that is talking to you, you see a small green booty coming out from behind the console. And you turn and you have to lean to look behind it, and it's Jingle's body, and it is badly damaged. And he is plugged in to the system. Seems like this was a last-ditch effort to save his processing system, to plug himself into the Eye of Ra and upload the undamaged part of him into the computer. Is he uh, salvageable? Can we get him back? I think if we can figure out how to repair him and get him past his threshold. Lore Merchant holds up an envelope that is addressed to you, Kim. In a tight scrawl at the bottom of the invitation, it says to bring your crew and also to bring your friends from Utah. I mean, I have a vehicle that isn't trackable. Like, it's not something I have to leave outside, you know, wherever I go. So I could just pick them up, have Kester in a motorcycle helmet in the sidecar, and Tiresias in the bag. And she looks at Jake and Tass, then at Megan. I will help you achieve the thing that you came here to do. But there is a cost to my aid. When you go back into the past, Kim goes with you. I think I look around at everybody with a, a face of like, is there any reason we should have a problem with this? Yeah, I'm shaking my head, but not as a no, but as a, it's really kind of disbelief. I mean, of course we would. Wait, what exactly are you asking? Just that we take her or that we figure out how? Because, like, both. If that's possible, yeah, of course. Strom, are, are, are you sure? Yes. For what it is that you are all trying to do, I have the strong feeling that you might need my help in the past. We have all not had a chance to chat since your arrival, but a lot has changed in the last 100 years. And that change is in no small part because of the love that Kim has added to my life. You must introduce that Strom to Kim for her to ever truly care about the outcome of this world oh wow oh gosh oh like my my hands are numb and i feel very very cold all of a sudden oh wow i have spent the last two weeks trying to get myself to feel okay with the fact that i was helping all of you but then i was probably erasing myself from existence and that was a really really heavy thing oh boy uh but wait if i go back with you then won't i just um once you all start acting against Nash, won't I just like disappear like uh, like Back to the Future? That's what I'm worried about. 
I don't think there's a problem with you just walking through the portal with us, but then what happens the moment we change anything? I mean, I don't know for sure, but it seems like maybe once we pull her out of the time stream, she's not really tethered to it anymore. You know what I mean? Well, I think for our agreement to be settled, that's the piece you need to figure out. You made it sound like you already had all you needed. I have someone I might be able to ask, and I think I just look at Jake and then look away. But I don't, uh, I don't have any guarantees, but it's the only thing I can think of right now as a possibility. So uh, I'll look into that, but we'll figure it out. Strom, I mean, you won't be the same you. You won't know me. It's true. I will give you a small token to take with you to give to me and a message. Something that I've never told a soul that will let her know that your story is true. I just hug them really tight. So what exactly are your plans from here on out? We have to get close to the other artifacts. As soon as we get them all, we're out. Oh, yes. That reminds me. And they reach down and flip a switch on the top of the desk and you hear a lock disengage and a drawer slides open and they reach inside and pull out this metallic pyramid. Do make sure to return it when you're finished. I do so hate to lose anything of status. Thank you. How do we figure out how to keep Kim intact? I don't know. That might be a question for uh, another one of your friends. They've definitely done a lot of traveling between dimensions. Yeah, or the answer might be in the book. True. Either way, we have options. And I think I give Kim a big smile. <laughs> Trust in those visions. I nod, and I'm still tearing up a little bit. Three left. Whose? We have the Court of the Silver Wing, New Canterbury, and Lady Jensie's. You wouldn't happen to know anybody that Jensie owes a favor to, would you? I do not. That would be priceless information indeed. Yeah. Well, maybe that's something that you can ask Tiresias about tomorrow or something, Kim. Yeah. Strom, we were all talking while you were conferring with Kester and Tiresias. If you want to go back to your original body, we could figure that out. It would definitely help make me a little less easy to track in terms of helping these three. But I don't know. I guess whatever you think is best. Yes, I suppose I shall have to give some thought to this. I'm not sure where I could do the most good. I did figure this out, though, gesturing to Strom's necklace that I'm wearing around my neck. I know why it was giving you bad visions. Really? Why is that? Well, I think when the whole world got more magical in the last 100 years, you did as well. The reason why you weren't getting helpful visions was because this necklace, you didn't need it. It was interfering with your own natural prophetic gifts. Huh. It's not completely without its uses, though. If we ever uh, end up on one of those anti-magic bubbles again, this would still let you or me or anyone be able to have visions. But maybe in the future, if you come back as Strom, just wear it ceremonially, I guess. Hmm. Well, I don't know what I was expecting, but that was kind of a lot. So we have three things left to find, and that brings us up to four errands to complete before we leave. Well, let's get that. I point to the pyramid where it belongs so we can get it back here. Kester also told me that he figures our best bet on the one for the court is to get an audience with, well, the court themselves. He said that they keep all their important stuff in the throne room. So if we can get an audience, we can at least get close. Nice. Okay. Just need to come up with a good reason. 
and then I can have a chat with Zui. A good reason that I might be able to help you with. One of the buildings I was looking at for the oracles is currently in the territory of the Silver Wing. They are very territorial, but that would get me in the room with them. Perhaps Kim. I'm not sure about the rest of you. If you honestly believe that that would be a chill situation, James is the only other person we need to get in there. Hmm. James is uh, TJ's grandfather, Strom. Oh, interesting. It's all very confusing. <laughs> but if you think you can come up with a reason to have a, a just another plus one in there, James is a smart guy. He can pose as any number of things, architect, surveyor, whatever. Yeah, he is a very good engineer. He has another identity as a member of Clan Ozymandias, doesn't he? Could he maybe come as your envoy, Strom? I think I kind of look at Kim as she puts James on blast like that. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, he had it for a totally fine above board reason. I'm sorry. I've told you I don't like lying to Strom. It's not a, it's just delicacy in the presentation of sensitive information is all. Uh, sorry. He wasn't infiltrating Ozymandias or anything. He just needed a reason for it. You know, knowing things that people from the past would know. And, you know, being a mortal isn't exactly safe. So trying to pass as a member of another faction. I mean, I do that all the time. Pass as members of the other faction. I'm not, I don't have any powers here. So I have to pretend sometimes to get information. Oh. Yeah. It seems that the two of you became quite a good deal more powerful. What happened with you? Uh, I guess whatever it was that gave me my powers didn't like that I wasn't around to have them, so I lost them. But if we can make it back in time, I think I should be able to get them back. Strom, we were really curious about something. That pepper shaker that you had that had the, like, white with the red flowers. Why did you have it? I had the whole set. The pepper shaker, some plates, a gravy bowl, I believe. It seems that everything that was present when Megan here manifested her powers, every piece of it could act as a focus. For others with similar powers of the mind, seemed like an interesting thing to have in my collection. How did you know about that? I've never met you before. I assumed that you would have heard stories from these two. And they look at Jake and Tass. Ideal in information and a new power. Someone as strong as you popping up into the world. Now that is valuable information to have. Hmm. There are those in the world who make their entire living by tracking spikes in magical powers, telepathic powers, and selling that information to the highest bidders. Do you still have the Soul Shaker? I do. I suppose one's all you need then. <laughs> yeah, we just uh we just got to get this all taken care of so we can get back before I'm not able to have them anymore. Yeah, and along those lines, we should probably skedaddle. I don't suppose you happen to know James's identity that he uses in Ozymandias. Yeah, either way just get it to me. The quicker, the better. Yeah, we'll um, we'll get this pyramid to him and back, and we'll have information for you then. I have to say that being able to add James as my envoy, I really feel like I'm just handing a lot of these to you because you're thinking of things that I hadn't thought of myself. Whoops. <laughs> 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 I'll head over to the elevator. Hey, probably a dumb thing to say, but I'm glad you're still alive. Yeah, thank you. In the future, if you need to get a hold of me, have Maxwell give you his card. I trust him to relay messages. Okay. As everyone else is getting back into the elevator, I just want to hug Ozymandias one more time. You'll have to indulge me. I know getting really sentimental is not your thing, but it's been a really awful week, and I'm just really glad that you're okay. 
I wouldn't be so sure about the whole sentimental thing. Okay, um, we'll be back soon. And with that, Kester and Tiresias join you in the elevator, and you head back down into the lobby where Maxwell is waiting. Hey, uh, can I get one of your cards? He nods and pulls a very nice card out of his breast pocket and hands it to you. Thank you very much. Kind of, what kind of stock yeah, we're talking I knew about? You were going to ask. Yeah, it's, how a thick? Credit, it's a credit card. It's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how thick? Uh, how thick is the stock? Is it? Uh, is it embossed? It's stone. Whoa, that seems fragile. It's like, it's like a stone tablet. <laughs> Whole fucking. That's how Clan Ozymandias does all of their. A a 14 by 18 inch stone tablet. And it's in hieroglyph. Oh. Y'all heading back to the subterranean lair? Yes. Yeah. All right. That is where we find you. Delivery. Grandpa Tincher walks over and grabs the pyramid and sets it down on a table and opens the panel on his arm. Uh, And as he's scanning it, you see that he's kind of messing with the pyramid. He's poking at it. This is fascinating. Oh? Yes. It seems like some kind of. Before he finishes the sentence, lights shoot up into the air all around this pyramid, and it makes a three-dimensional map of the stars. Oh, that's so cool. Beautiful. Is this any star system that you recognize? No, it's not. I want to snap photos of it with my phone. Okay. It is exactly like Bender's. Neat. (laughs) (laughs) And then after a few moments, you can mark off Clan Ozymandias. Killing Hell this. Yeah. Nice. I want one of these pyramids in my bedroom. Like, right. that sounds so beautiful to go to sleep. I'm not giving this back. <laughs> Keeping it. All right. Well, whatever that place is, boy, we're going to nail that one. We got all three of those. Yeah. James, when we met with Strom, she had very particular terms in order to agree to part with Clan Ozymandias's item. I'm going back with them. Oh. Fascinating. Yeah, it's cool. It's a lot better than, you know, waving goodbye to them through the portal and then I probably stop existing. His his eyes kind of go distant at that. (laughs) Hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) He'll still exist. (laughs) I mean, you'll be fine because you're just going to pop up here regardless. Oh, that's true. I hope it's a better future. Yeah, exactly. But now that I have resolved that existential fear, now I am gripped with a, a fresh new one of going back to their timeline and then fading away as they start undoing this version of history. Rough. <laughs> I don't know. You've been to so many portals and, and, and times. I don't know if that was anything that you've either experienced like firsthand or, or secondhand. Or, I, don't, I don't know. I'm rambling. It's been a really long day. No, I haven't been through time. I've just been through dimensions. Right. Sorry. Still getting those two things confused. There was an element of time being wrong in the dimensions. That's a whole other thing. Right. Yes. I'm wondering if there's any answer to this in Esten's book. Probably not something you would have been looking for in it up to this point, but... Uh, I could look, but basically I just need to know if I, what I'm focusing on jingles or the book or... This is further muddied by the fact that also we need to recruit you for a mission. Oh. Uh, you've got a you've got a, an Ozymandias persona, right? Ah, yes. Who are they? What was their duty or, you know, role within the faction? Anything? Not anything in particular, just uh, an identity to so that I had a place to belong. Perfect. Kester let me know that seeking a meeting with the Court of the Silver Wing, that meeting itself will get you in proximity of the item. So what we are thinking is Strom slash Ozymandias has reason to meet with them anyway about a property dealing. Kim could go along because it is property for the Oracles. You could go along as an envoy of Clan Ozymandias. That would get you close enough maybe not to get hands on it. Maybe. Probably not. But at least to get that uh, proximity read. So I just need to 
to go with? Yeah. Once we can tell her who you were, she can manifest a reason for you to be along for the ride. And then, you know, again, it'll probably be largely up to Kim here to see if there's a good opening for you to put hands on that thing. But if not, you know, still get something. Grapple Denture goes over to another table and starts rummaging through some piles of just random things. Uh, and he eventually does pull out an ID card that he hands to you. What's it say? It's uh, Topher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Parentheses, no relation. <laughs> he doesn't realize that Topher Grace Parentheses, is a famous yes, person. that one. <laughs> to- Topher Grace came and went while he was not exactly uh, on the plane, yeah. as it were. Yep. Tight. All right, well, we'll let her know about this when we return the, uh, the pyramid. Okay, so we can give that back to her, but we still don't have an answer about me, which is the other half of her agreement, right? Yep. I mean, I can head back to the Sanctum and see if I can scare up any information about it. That place is full of tomes and knowledge and shit that I certainly haven't had the time to look through, but I could give it a try. Yeah, I think if you're going to find information about traveling through time, that is going to be your best bet. All right. I mean, what order do we need to do things in then? I assume it'll take a little bit before Strom can schedule the meeting with the court anyway. Probably, yeah, but we should bring the pyramid back and get her that name uh, so that she can start setting it up. Well, is that something you want to handle? I mean, I know you'd most like to see her and you probably have the best reason to be in that place. Sure. All right. Now, here's my question. How am I going to get back this time? Because last time I had Selena to just kind of open a magic door and bring me home. But this time it is like a four hour drive and I cannot teleport the car with me. You took Selena there? Yeah. I thought you were just taking Danny there. No, Selena had to know that she could visit Danny. That was part of the deal. So she she knows where it is. Yes, and she has been very amenable and agreeable and kind and discreet about it. I give a pointed look. So you sh- you showed her around the castle. Yeah. All the all the rooms. Yep. Well, I mean, not all the rooms, but yeah, I gave her the uh, the important parts, and she was like, "A okay, I can work with this." Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's great. Is everything okay? Yeah, uh, just um, you know, it's a it's an important place uh, for us. Oh, right, because you have to protect the portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, like I I know that I didn't spend a lot of time with uh, Selena. I just know that she was uh, help helping uh, work the place where I was being held hostage for a long time, and uh, she she didn't want to be there anymore from from what the boys had said and uh she seemed very nice and uh then she was compelled to turn against us and i had to attack her uh and jake lost his memories and we had to fight to get out um and so i you know just i i'm a little i'm a little nervous about uh I mean, like, I, I'm glad she's been very helpful so far. And if you trust her, I, I trust you and I trust your judgment. It's just I, I'm a little nervous about her knowing so much. That makes complete sense. Still, though, how do I get back? Can't you just channel again? Yeah, but it's a one way teleport. I can go to the sanctum and then I can't come back to here. With I can I can otherwise only kind of go like a little short distance, like a kind of nightcrawler style. So I just have to do it like a bunch of times. I guess you're renting a car, bud. Yeah, it would make sense to like have a way to get back. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to beg. Uh, yeah. Right? Um, it just wasn't mentioned. All right. That, that's, Jake, let's see if you can figure this out. Oh, God. 
Oh. He's like, I'm going to give you a puzzle, and if you solve it, you can teleport home. If a wizard leaves from a mine shaft in Illinois at... <laughs> Traveling north at 40 miles an hour. Okay, you know what? Here's how I think it can work. You can channel and get back, but it is the exact same spot you left. So it's not like a, a place of your choosing. It's literally wherever you left from. It's a recall. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's totally square. Okay. Is it spending channel hold again or is it like while i'm at the sanctum i'm kind of like keeping tension on the rubber band and then i'm letting it go to go home oh i like that yeah that's neat yeah so yeah no 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 additional hold okay because I, I feel like that also has the repercussion of if something goes bad like breaks my focus or whatever i just fucking snap back like yeah inadvertently uh okay well that is that is my plan unless we have any other business to attend to before i go i don't think so i think we're just getting this name to strom and then kind of waiting until a meeting set up. Yeah, I've got nothing until Blue Suit McGee calls on me again. Uh, I don't uh, I don't really have anything I'm keeping an eye on right now. I mean, if I uh, if there's nothing that I need to go out and work on, Jake I could come help uh, look through some tomes and stuff. Sure. I mean, I have I have room for one more, so yeah, if you want to come along, you can. That'd be great. Well, I'm going to take off then. You ready to go? Yeah. So Tass is hanging out here. Kim is headed back to Ozymandias with the information and the item. And uh, Megan and Jake are headed back to the castle. Uh, Jake, I don't think you have to roll here. There is no pressure. So the two of you appear outside of the castle. Head inside. Okay. Yeah, I'm heading uh, right up to where I know my grandpa's room is. You both head inside and up the stairs. As you come around the corner after coming up the stairs, you see that the door at the end of the hallway is open. And Danny has got a good chunk of her room set up, and your grandpa is standing with his back to you, like, looking into the room, talking to Danny. Grandpa! He spins around. Oh, my gosh! I run up and I hug him. Oh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm so much better now. Oh, my gosh, it's so good to see you. Yes, you as well. So, how's the future been? Wild. Oh, hi. You must be Danny. She signs to you. Hello. This is a really nice room you're putting together. She claps her hands and turns and starts pointing at some of the stuff on the wall. She jumps up on the bed and points at a doll and then something that's hanging from the ceiling that has got unicorns on it. You know, kid stuff. (laughs) Things little girls like. (laughs) There's unicorns and then over there there's just like a bunch of... uh, Nightmare <laughs> horses lined up. Unicorns yeah. are a whole different thing to mosquito kids because they're like, look at these horses with mouths on their heads. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to go over to Danny and like do our uh, our special high five that we have uh, and be like, hey, I got to go uh, do a really important job looking at a bunch of books. You want to come help me? She shakes her head no. <laughs> <laughs> come on, the shelves are really high. It'll be way easier for you to get to some of them. She nods and grabs your hand and follows you out. All right, and I'll just kind of look back to Megan as I go and give her like a thumbs up and then uh, lead Danny into the study and shut the door of the study behind us. Okay. Sorry, I haven't been back to see you yet. That's all right. I know that you're on the clock and that time is moving forward. It sure is. We've got so much to do. We've already actually (laughs) completed a lot of what's on our task list, but uh, we've got a few more things that we've got to figure out how to get a hold of. How have you been? What have you been working on? Ah, yes. I mentioned to Jacob that there were some things I needed to tell you all before you left. Some things I think that will help you when you get back. I've had the opportunity to work with James off and on. There's no way to know what kind of environment you're going to go into when you go to these different worlds. Nash has picked places specifically to protect 
something he's trying to build. It could be hostile territory, unbreathable air, poison. Who knows? James can dream up things I can't even fathom. You need him. I don't know how you're going to get him back, but I've got the plans for some of the things that he created. When you get back, you need to find a way to retrieve James so that he can build these things for you. Yeah, I've seen some of the things that he's worked on already, and it's fantastic. I have a question. Uh, so with this spell, with us going back, what would happen if we took someone from this timeline back into the past with us? Well, if it's like me, is it someone who existed in the past? No, it's not. They should be relatively unaffected. I knew that there was a possibility of coming back myself and having the things I changed. Would they change me because I'm from the future, but the spell severs you from the timeline? And if there's not another one of them in the past, they wouldn't even have to necessarily deal with the fallout of getting too close to themselves. That's wonderful news, actually. Um, there's been somebody who's been helping us put all this together. She was here when we came through. Kim is her name. And uh, I haven't haven't told her about you because uh, the only Nash she knows is the Nash of this world. And uh, I'm afraid, I, you know, this all, this all has been a lot for her to take in as it is just with the idea that this life that she knows, this world that she's been aware of could completely be different. And, you know, she's been helping us even with this knowledge, this understanding that it might mean that she doesn't exist. And now we have this idea of, well, what if it would be possible to take her back with us? And uh, so I just wanted to see if, if you had any idea if that would work. And um, I think, you know, I, I think we can trust her. Um, so I want to I wanna tell her that, you know, you're the person that has given this idea and why why I trust this idea um and so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna tell her about you if that's if that's okay if it's someone that you trust I can't speak to the ramifications of adding someone into a time where they didn't exist I certainly wouldn't make a habit of it he smiles <laughs> great um we can take her back with us got that and then we have to figure out how to get James back I'll be honest I I've been a little lost on how that all works with him jumping through dimensions. The boys have dealt with that with him before, um, but I'll let him know that it's something that we have to also work on figuring out. Yes, I know that this is all go, 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 but I can't recommend you finding him enough. We'll make it a priority. We're hoping to get back as fast as we can anyway. Uh, James has actually been doing a little bit of research for me, and uh, he thinks he figured out where I got my powers from, Grandpa. Really? Yeah, uh... Apparently there was something with uh, some gods that died and uh, part of them left over went into some people and one of them chose me. And the reason I don't have my powers here is when I disappeared, whatever it was that was giving me those abilities took them away because I wasn't there to use them. And if we don't make it back in like two months time from when we left, there's a good chance it's going to pass on to somebody else and I won't have them at all. Well, how far are you along? In the sense of when you think you can head back? Well, we've just been here just over two weeks, and we've got like two-thirds of the things that we need. So making great progress, but that's assuming that everything continues to go really well. <laughs> we've been very, very fortunate in some of the uh, encounters we've been able to find ourselves in. And there's a few things we're working on to get a bit more information, but if we can stick with this trajectory, then pretty soon... Well, I will get together everything I think you need... Uh, not even everything I think you need. Everything I dare send back with you and have it waiting. Great. We'll try to get through this as quickly as we can and get back here with enough time to make sure we have everything. I know there's not much I can do from here, but 
there's some way I can help, just let me know. I will. I wish I could have come back more often, you know, but I'm glad that you have Danny here and you're able to give her a place to stay and some company and that you have some company. Well, if all this turns out the way that we hope, we'll have all the time we need together. Looking forward to it. All right. So Jake inside of the study with Danny, what's going on in here? Uh, I'm looking through the many books and items and components that I frankly have not had the time to go over to see. I think generally I'm looking for anything that might be related to time travel or time streams or time dilation, whatever, that hopefully could help us get Kim back safely. And what do you roll for this? Uh, Sanctum Sanctorum. It's plus spirit. All right. So uh, remind us what this does. Sanctum Sanctorum. When you go to your sanctum for a spell ingredient, relic, or tome, roll with spirit. On a 10 plus, you've got pretty much just the thing. On a 7 and 9, you've got something close, but it's flawed or lacking in some significant way. On a miss, you don't have what you're looking for, but you know someone from another circle who probably has it in stock. Okay. Seven. Oh, boy. So I've got something close, but it's flawed or lacking in some significant way. I think the information that you find that is related to time travel is you actually find some of James's notes that he left here about like the cell degradation to his body when he would get into time streams that were too fast or too slow. And, you know, he's talked before about how the damage was so immense that he never found anything that could repair it fast enough to keep him safe. I think the thing that you find as you're digging through all of these old tomes, there's a lot of information here about the other factions. You know, there's the immortals, there's the fae, there's all of these beings who live a very long time. And, you know, Clan Ozymandias doesn't quite seem right because it doesn't seem like they have anything in them that would combat that rapid aging. But the fae, images of them that you see look exactly as drawings of them, paintings of them from hundreds, thousands of years ago. Something they do seems to keep them constantly young, keeps regenerating their cells. Okay. I close that book and yell, go long, and hurl it all the way back up to the shelf that it was retrieved from. Danny catches it and spikes it onto the shelf, <laughs> knocking loose three other books. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I give her a high five on her way down and uh, wait to reconvene with Megan. All right. So back in Chicago with Kim and Tass, Kim is headed back to Ozymandias to drop off the item and the information. Tass, what are you up to? I think right now I'm just out on the motorcycle. I think I'm just cruising around town. I'm trying to clear my head, get focused, and just not be anywhere in particular. Just random roads checking out the city. All right, so let's go with Kim first. Uh, we find Kim inside of Ozymandias's office, having just stepped out of the elevator. Good to see you again. Hey, thank you for this. And I want to uh, produce the star chart and slide it back over to them. Yes, of course. Did it give you what you think you needed? I think so. Something about what James is, is doing, trying to track down the other dimensions. He gets a clearer reading if he can actually hold the item. I don't think we're going to be as lucky when we go to the Silver Wing, um, but as long as he's in the room, he can at least get something. So. Oh, yes, and what was his name? Uh, yes, his identity in Clan Ozymandias is Topher Grace. Like Seabiscuit? I'm not familiar with that. Is that an, is that an old movie? Yes. It's an old movie about horse racing. No, oh. that's Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire! 
She can't remember. She can't tell him apart. He was on that 70s show. I was thinking of him from Venom yeah. as Venom. So then in my mind, he was Spider-Man. And then I put him into Seabiscuit. No. Six no. degrees. Six degrees of Topher Grace. Six degrees of Spider-Man. That's how my brain works. Uh, oh, well, I will get to work on this right away. Hopefully it shouldn't take long. Um, actually, if you'd like to have a seat, I'll go see about making the arrangements now. Sure. Um, could I ask you something before you go? I was just, I was, I was curious about something. Of course, my dear. <laughs> um, I don't mean to, to pry, but I was curious what all you asked Kester and Tiresias about. Ah, I will tell you, but I think it should wait. Okay. And she sees the look on your face. Yes, I know. You do so much hate a secret. I'm sorry. I'm very nosy that way. Yes, but I will tell you. Okay. And they head over into that corner office. Tass, out on your motorcycle, uh, as you are speeding through the road... This little blue imp appears in a burst of fire. Oh, God, come on. (laughs) And it's holding up an invitation. All right, I'll take the invitation. And you vanish in a burst of flame and appear in the lobby of Lady Jensie's mansion. Oh, from upstairs, you see a shadow in the doorway. Please come upstairs and join me for a moment. I would like to have a little chat with you. Yes, ma'am. And I'll go up. You head up into her office and... She's not in her normal, very formal dress. She's in a very silky nightgown. There are two drinks out on the table, and she smiles at you as you walk in. I realized the other day I was a little harsh with you, perhaps a little harsher than I should have been. Uh, Thank you. I'll pull out the chair and sit down. For what it's worth, I think your response was probably perfect. Well, that's good to hear. And she lifts up one of the drinks from the desk and hands it to you. I'll, like, raise it. She sits down on the desk and smiles at you. You know, there are so many things going on in the city that sometimes you don't see them all. Sometimes you lose track of things. And sometimes things get found. I've heard that you know a little secret. So I would love for you to tell me where you're keeping Kesta Danholm. Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. When Kilner accepted the job of smuggling escaped heiress Samantha Trapp across the galaxy, she expected the job to be over and done with quickly. But now they're stuck with each other and they have a job to do. Think of Automnicon as a sort of student loan company. You take a loan from them, and then they own you until you've paid it off, with interest. So all I have to do is pay off my debt? Fine, I can do that. How much do I owe? 900,027 credits. And counting. You're stuck here, with me, to work it off. We Fix Space Junk is a sci-fi sitcom from Battlebird Productions, featuring... 
travelling by cryo. Don't worry if you feel like you're drowning. That's perfectly normal. Wait, what? Aliens from across the galaxy. Greetings, visitors. Stop, popcorn! Hello, Your Excellency. AIs. Dad, how do I do air? You're already doing it automatically. Calm down. And, of course, thrilling and exciting missions in outer space. Hello, valued employees. Here are the details for your next exciting mission. You will be repairing a device redacted in or at the location redacted. Refix Space Junk is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe, consume, integrate, indoctrinate, assimilate, degenerate, and watch your body decay into a faceless husk as your mind floats aimlessly in space. Register your interest with Automicon now.